right, y'all. Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? <laughs> welcome, welcome to Freedom Friday, y'all. Know it is Freedom Friday, y'all. And we got a special guest in the house today, Mr. Maurice Lindsay. That's right. We're gonna be talking to him about his book, uh, "Wake Up to Your True Identity: Revealing the Biblical Nationality of the So-Called African Americans." Man, I, I tell you, this is gonna be an outstanding book. I mean, outstanding conversation, outstanding show today. Uh, so. Yeah, all thing I'm gonna say is get your pencil and paper out. <laughs> get your pencil and paper out so you get ready to take notes or what have you. Because uh, we're gonna do the show a little different today. We're gonna talk to Mr. Lindsay for the first hour about his book. The second hour we're gonna open up the phone line so you can actually have if you have any questions for Mr. Lindsay, you can talk to him about that. And you know we're just gonna have a conversation like we usually do. All right, now let's go on to get started. Um, first thing is. If you want to go ahead and be a part of the show today, just give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Uh, you can also join us in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash minister talk. Uh, Remember now, when you come into the chat room, if you want to be able to type and be uh, join the conversation, you need to come in with a username. If you just come in as a guest, well, you'll be able to read, but you won't be able to uh, participate in the conversation. So go on and get them usernames in, and uh, <laughs> let's have a great conversation. Antoinette, darling, I see you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. You know I miss you. <laughs> But I understand, I understand. All right, but other than that, man, that's how we're going to do it today, and I cannot wait to get started with this young man. Uh, wow. You know, I, man, this this cat here, um, I have read this whole book, and once I picked the book up, I could not put it down. Uh, you know, this is a very enlightening and, and, and strong book. It, it really is. Uh let me tell you a little about him before we get to the song of the day. Um, he's known by his new his Hebrew name, Mayor Yahoo. Guess I think spelled said that right. M A O R Y A H U. You know, <laughs> y'all know me. Uh, but he's an activist, social historian, writer, and a teacher. Uh, he is best known for his widespread Black liberation blog, TruthOverTradition.com. Um, he shares an untold historical and biblical truth in relation to the African disparity. He's also a member of the CBM Cares, a national organization that helps black teens who are at risk to improve their academic and life outcomes. Um, he's currently, he currently lives in Georgia with his wife and four daughters. So you know, that's what we'll be talking with today here in, in very short fashion. And, uh, Man, I am so excited. I, I really am. I, I'm so excited about this this show, and uh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get started. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, let's see. We got songs of the day for you. We got actually three songs of the day for you. Um, of course, you know we're gonna be throwing it. Uh, we're gonna be throwing it. Uh, uh, you know, in between. So we're gonna have those three songs for you, and of course. Hey, we're going to do what we do, baby. We're going to do what we do. So I hope y'all ready for it. And uh, because we're going to have us, uh, I, I'm just, y'all can't y'all tell I'm excited. You see, I'm stuttering over what I'm talking You know, I'm more cooler than this. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. But yeah, we, we're going to get started. We're going to be ready for this. And uh, man, I cannot wait to, to, to really make this happen today. All right. So 
without further ado, let me go on and knock. Uh, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, hold on. I see I got my, my uh, um, co-host in the house, so let me bring him in before we get to the song of the day and see what he has for us. We're off to get going. All right, Mr. Clown Nation Radio, welcome to the show, sir. How you doing? My wonderful co-host. Oh, man, doing good, man. I'm excited about the uh, the guests that you have coming on. I'm, I want to learn more about uh, all the uh, wonderful work that they are, they're doing. And, um, you know, Atlanta is actually one of those places that uh, I definitely want to, at some point, uh, touch down at and get, and get uh, you know, implemented into that, that whole process of what's going on there. There's, there's a powerful um, group economic group. I mean, group economic um, arising there. So I'm I'm really interested in hearing more about what's happening um, that way. All right, all right, yeah, man, um, man, I'm I'm telling you, Cloud. I read this book, man, and I, like I mentioned before, I picked the book up and started reading and couldn't put it down. You hear me? I mean, this book is full of information and. A lot of it we talk about on the show, but he actually goes in and gives you a timeline, you know, exactly how everything took place and how we became who we are. Who we, well, not who we are uh, as far as who we're supposed to be. And, uh, <laughs> well, i let him explain it because he, he probably can prove it a whole lot better than I am. But trust me, this book is on point. I mean, it is. It's on point. So, all right, so what we're going to do now, man, we're going to go ahead and knock this song of the day out the way, and then once we get get that done, we're going to come on back and, and talk to Mr. Lindsay. All right? All right. All right, so without further ado, man, here's your song of the day, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's a Kurt Franklin jam off his new, new, new album, Lost My Religion. The song is called Over. Hope you enjoy it.
coming, but you don't know where you headed. The prize is never greater than the lesson. The cross you carried really was your blessing. So breathe, can't fight what you can't see. Come on, see, I know that you've been here before. But look, see, you made it. All the nights you hated, they just made you stronger. That's why it's not over. Or comment to him. All right. 
So that's how we're going to do it today. I hope y'all ready. <laughs> I am ready. So without further ado, man, let me bring this guy in because, like I said, this book is just crazy. But anyway, without further ado, let's welcome Mr. Maurice Lindsay to the show. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> All right, sir. We're doing wonderful, wonderful. All right. Um, Mr. Lindsay, so this book, Wake Up to Your Identity, mm-hmm. revealing the biblical nationality of the so-called African Americans. Uh, give us some background. What what uh, was your purpose for writing the book, or should I say, what was your inspiration? Because as I was reading the book, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, it like me. You know, and I do a lot of research, and I was like, wow, I didn't figure that one out. <laughs> you know, and I got, I have yeah. the apocryphal, I have the books of Enoch, you know, plus oh, yeah. those, and, yeah, I have all that, you know, and I'm like, wow, how did I miss this? So, what was your inspiration, and, and why did you write this book? Well, the reason I, I wrote the book is, you know, first and foremost, to prove without a shadow of a doubt who we are as a people, you know, like, I speak to our people all, you know, in my in my profession as a youth mentor, I speak to our people on a daily basis, and I've been speaking to our people all over the U.S. for a few years now. And every every time when the identity thing comes up, everybody always, no, no one knows who we are, but we, we always say we're African-Americans. And when I ask them uh, where in Africa do you come from, no one can give me an answer. And um but see that's strange because if you ask a European, you know, a Caucasian or a European where do they come from, they can say they come from Italy, Spain, Rome, the Netherlands, Russia, anywhere. But when you ask us, you know, a so called African American, we, we say we come from Africa, but Africa is a continent, not a country. <laughs> so so and, and I so since that became a recurring thing when I talk to people, I said our people really don't know who they are, and then I correlate that to us not knowing who we are to the predicament that we're in as a people. Um, you can't if you don't know who you are, then there's only so far you can go in life because you we 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 are the only people who struggle with we're trying to find our place in America. Whereas other races of people, they can, the Asians, they come over here. The East Indians, they come over here. They don't have these identity issues. They come over here and they build businesses and they they come together, pull their money together, and they and they succeed. But us, we have all these identity issues and, and internal self hatred, which came from slavery. We, we still have this today, and that's why we can't do anything as a people. We can't come together and unite because we have all these issues that, that stem from us not knowing who we are. So I said, I'm going to solve all of that and write a book explaining exactly who we are without a shadow of a doubt and prove everything. And that's the per- That's the reason I wrote the book. Oh, okay. All right. And you know what? That that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm looking at inside the book right now, and I know mm-hmm. on one of the pages you have, choice of religion is not your identity. Um, and the author, if someone doesn't know what your their natural na- nationality is, then they leave no they have no culture and they have no identity. And it is the condition yeah. we face today as a people: no identity. Okay, so now that state those, those are pretty strong statements. 
be it all true, but it's still strong. Now, some people will look at that and say, well, you know, he's just another one of those um, 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 people who just pro-black and don't understand what's going on. Now, in this book, mm-hmm. you, you really break it down as far as the 12 tribes and, and uh, it came from. So, um, mm-hmm. you have the floor. Expand on that a little bit. Expand on that a little bit for me. As far as the 12 tribes? Yeah, I mean, how you broke it down in the book as far as, you know, where, ca- 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 where Caucasians came from uh, and how, so what is our true identity? Who are we? Okay. You know, okay, well, to set, to, to set the stage for that, first let me give some background so I can, so I can explain that better. All okay. Right, so all of our lives, especially Christians, Black, I'm, I'm specifically talking to black people. All of our lives, especially us who you know who consider ourselves Christians, um, we've been we've been presented an image of the Messiah and an image of God as being European, white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes. That's the image we've been presented, and all of the other characters of the Bible: Adam, Abraham. Uh, Solomon, King David, Paul, um, Peter, all the images we've been presented have been the same. But all these images are false. Mm-hmm. And the re- reason we don't know that is because I, I everything everything was, I say during the 15th century, all, all the images, before the, prior to the 15th century, um, people people kept track of biblical images and anything re- religious wise, um, and everything was black. It was, in Europe, in Africa, in Russia, in Asia Minor, all of the images of the biblical people were black. But in the 15th century, all that changed. Um, the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church they hired people um, to to paint all the images over because they were in during the late 14th century, they were in the process of um, making slavery worldwide. They had just started enslaving black people. The Roman Catholic church with the help of the so-called Jews, they had just started enslaving black people and they were going, they were getting ready to make this, this widespread all over the world, slavery of black people. In order to do that, everybody in the world at that time knew that the Messiah was black and knew that all the biblical characters were black. But so they couldn't do that unless they painted over the images white to look like them, um, so that so that when they were slaves, when the people when when the people were when they would become slaves, they would have they couldn't connect the dots that the people in the Bible were their ancestors, and that and that's what happened to us. So to set to to answer your question on who are the, the twelve tribes, well to to speak to your audience. The twelve. I'm not sure if you if if you know, but the twelve tribes of Israel are the descendants of Jacob. Jacob's name was changed to Israel by the Most High. He changed his name to, um, to Israel because they were going to they they had a promise a, a promised blessing from Abraham, his forefather, to inherit the land of Canaan, which was changed to Israel. When after um they possessed it, and all of his descendants were called Israelites because his name was changed to Israel, and these are God's chosen people in the Bible. So if you're a Christian, you know this story. But what we don't know is the people who 
the world thinks that all the descendants, the people living in Israel today, the so-called Jews, they are not the people of the book. They are not the people of the Bible. They are not God's chosen people. They became so-called Israelites or so-called Jews in 1948. They that's that's when they became Jews. But prior to that, no one no one ever recognized them as Jews. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so uh, so all this time we've just been miseducated as far as um, who the real Jews were. You know, because you have a lot of religious movements going on now. I shouldn't say religious movements, but uh, religious people out there that's, you know, uh, uh, anyway, religious movements, I'm going to stick with that, um, that, that have offered up different um, aspects of points of view as far as that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if, if the ones in Israel are not the real Jews, then who are the real Jews? And and I, you know, I'm, well, I'm saying, well, yeah, fuck the Jews, Jews, and and how do we get to this point in 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 um our our lifetime to where we are so uh, miseducated as you put it in the book? Well, well, all right, that's two full questions. So the the reason the reason why we <laughs> the reason why we're miseducated um as far as in today's time. Is because um, you gotta understand. After we we, right, first of all, we talked that we arrived here um, in 1619. We arrived in America in 1619 in Virginia, in Charlestown, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is true. But we 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 arrived here. Um, we we were coming here before that. Um, black people have been in America. You know, it, it's, it's recorded. Black people have been in America for thousands of years. But as far as us, our ancestors, they they arrived here in the 1400s in the in the Caribbean islands, um, the West Indies, uh, South America, and Central America. They were they were, they were they were there in the 14th century and the 15th century illegally. That cause slavery at that time was illegal. So they, so we they were sending us shipping us over here um, illegally, and, and and we were working. Our ancestors were working for free. Um, and that 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 happened, you know, for 200 years, and then slavery became legal in the early 1600s, and then that's when they started shipping slaves to North America, you know, the U.S. where we live at now. That's when they started shipping slaves to North America in the 16th century when slavery became legal, and they they didn't ship us straight from Africa yet. They were shipping us from from the Caribbean islands like Barbados and Trinidad. And um, other places in the West Indies, they were shipping us from there first. And then in the late 16th century, they started shipping us from directly from West Africa to, to North America. Um, um, that's first. So while we were here in America, the whole time we were here in America from the, well, from the, from the 16th century to the 18th century, um, we were presented Christianity. Christianity was forced upon us. The religion of Christianity, not not your belief in Christ um, uh, or your faith, the religion of Christianity, which comes from Catholicism, um, and we'll get to that later. But mm-hmm. we were presented the religion of Christianity, and and that and that and that religion came with the white Jesus, the white biblical characters, and white, white, white. You know, just white everything, and we mm-hmm. couldn't and we. 
with we couldn't we couldn't identify or relate with anybody's Bible, um, or any of the teachers because in the beginning while we were here we couldn't we didn't know how to read English. All of us spoke Hebrew or Aramaic or or other African tribal um, languages. We none no all of the slaves that were sent to America, none of them spoke English because they were not English. The English language comes from England. And we're in, and it's the offshoot of the Ger, the Germanic language. So mm-hmm. black people who came to America as slaves, they were they were Hebrews, and they spoke Hebrew and Aramaic, Aramaic. That's what they spoke. They didn't speak English, so they couldn't. They didn't know. You know, we didn't know. We didn't know this language. Um, and later on, during the, towards the end of the slavery. They started teaching us. They started allowing us to read, but the only thing that we could read was the Bible. Mm. And we, since we were being taught the Bible from them, and we couldn't, we couldn't understand it on our own, they presented they, you know, they presented us with a bunch of false doctrines, and um, they taught you know us to to you know obey our masters and look for heaven and you know a pie in the sky and the afterlife because we're not supposed to get it here. Mm. And um, that's where the miseducation started in slavery. Mm-hmm. And then after we were emancipated from slavery and we became so-called free, um, we well, after we left slavery, we were doing we we started to do pretty good for ourselves. Our ancestors they had to, they started building their own businesses, their own black communities, their their own. Banks, their own schools. Um, I know, I know you probably heard of Black Wall Street in mm-hmm. Oklahoma, and um, other, all of the, the other many Black Wall Streets in in North Carolina and other places. And we were doing pretty good for ourselves, but other Black people wanted to integrate. They wanted to integrate um, with whites so uh-huh. we could be socially accepted. So that's when the Civil Rights Movement came, the forties, fifties, and the sixties. And when that and when that happened, see, in the beginning we had our own schools and we taught our own children. You know, we had black um, teachers who 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 taught who taught the kids and they loved their kids as their own because they were. When you have a black teacher teaching a black child, they can view that child as their own. They can relate to them. When you have not to say that all you know all white teachers are racist or have any animosity towards black people. But when you have a white teacher teaching a black child, they don't have that same compassion, or they can't they can't relate to the child in the same way that um a black teacher would because it just it just it just can't <laughs> it, you know that's not that's not like of you. So with that being said, once we integrated the school systems, that's where the miseducation started because now instead of us teaching our own people. We had other people teaching us, and then mm-hmm. since all of the documents and all the, his, the history books were written by Europeans, and they whitewashed our history and, 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 and written themselves into our history, we were taught everything whitewashed. So all of our history, all of the history that we've been taught, all of the heroes, the European heroes, all of the, the poets, and all of the, the great the great people of um, ancient times, all of the things that we were taught. Well, many of those people were us, but they we were taught they were Europeans. So that's the so the miseducation has been since we were slaves, but it ha- you know it happened it continued on after we integrated. Okay, 
Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm following you 100 percent on that. Okay. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, in in your book, chapter one, and and once I read the the the, the title of this chapter, I'm like, oh, that's controversial for sure. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the Bible is. Uh, the Bible is not a white man's book. The Bible is a black history book. It was written by by black people and is about black people. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, would look at that and say, "Oh, here we go." You know, yeah. you know. So, doing your research, what did you find that verified that this is in fact the the Bible is a, a black history book, and it was written by yeah. black people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a it's a combination of things. It's a combination of um historical um documents, um and and um reading other books from scholars and, and also having access to museums. Um there's there's museums in the in the in the United States, um and, and at universities like Northwestern or California Berkeley, they just to name a few, they have um the artifacts of biblical um um, characters still here today, and, and uh, the majority of those artifacts are over there in Europe and Rome and the Vatican and um, spread out through Europe, but some of those artifacts are here in America at, at, at certain museums and at um, at prestige colleges, and that information, those those artifacts are hidden from the public. You, you have to know somebody to view those um, artifacts. Um, now you can also find some some of those artifacts online, like the picture of they got they have a third they have a second or a third century Jesus, um, and he he's portrayed as a black man. That I, that's online, but um, they they have better images of of, of that um, in 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 the Vatican and in certain colleges. Um, so things things like that, um, finding the artifacts, I I, I collected a bunch of physical, you know, um, images of the the ancient biblical characters and they all were black. That's mm-hmm. one. That's that's that was my first kind of, you know, like like whoa, you know, what what you like the movie The Ten Commandments that has Moses is white and I'm like, wow, this doesn't look anything like the artifacts, you know. Right. Um, that's one. Also, just studying the Bible in its original language. Um I used to work I'm a, I'm a website designer by trade, mm-hmm. and I used to work for for a Jewish company in North Carolina, and and they the Jew the so called Jews they have um they have all the ancient artifacts all of the the ancient writings and stuff like that. So while working for them, um I had access to all of the the you know the ancient scrolls. I had I had, I, I had the scrolls, and um a lot of like you say, you have the apocrypha. I I read that from a scroll. Uh huh. Okay. Um. So all so they have all those artifacts, and when I used to work there, I used to study. Like outside of my outside of my my work, I used to, I, I I'm a uh, I'm a historian. So outside of my my work there, I I studied night and day. Um, the 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 Hebraic um um writing. And, and and a lot of a lot of what's written in the Hebrew when you when when it's because the Hebrew writers were translated to Greek then Latin and, and then English and somewhere between Hebrew to English everything 
gets out of whack in, 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 in many scriptures throughout the Bible. So that's why when people read the Bible today, they kind they kind of find a hard they kind of find it hard to understand certain passages because it seems like uh, one one thing doesn't flow, it doesn't add up, and the reason is because the mistranslations things get mis mistranslated when you translate it from Hebrew to Latin. I mean, from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English, you know, because our people. Our Hebrew ancestors weren't the one who who translated the scriptures. It was the Jewish scribes, the people today. And all of this happened between the seventh and the tenth century. So, but it's not to say the Bible isn't legit because it is. You just have to, in order to get the proper understanding, the correct understanding of what's being written. Um, you have to, you do have to know or research or know a little bit about the Hebrew language so you can understand what those words are really saying. And um, because the Hebrew language is a completely different language from the English language, but but to get back to the question, so studying studying in the ancient writings, all all the especially in the Old Testament, all all of the events took place either in Africa or right on the cusp of Africa, um, and, and when you research history, everybody in ancient times was black. There was no white people. White people didn't exist. Um, uh-huh. So, putting all that together, there's there, there's no there's really in actuality there's no evidence of white people existing during that time. So so it's really easy. Anybody who researches history would know that during that time white people didn't exist. So when you so it's not it's not even it's not even possible to to present someone who studies history, the movie The Ten Commandments or the Bible series or the Passion of Christ and not and not look at that crazy. Hmm. Okay. Because like right. for example, like you, you say you study history, right? Mhm. You did you you did you um in 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 your in all your studies, did you uh did you find any you know any research or, or evidence that at least a few people in the Bible were black? Yeah, just a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, deep. yeah. Just, just a few. Well, the, the yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a few. I found a few from what I was studying. Yes, just a few. Yeah, okay. I can't. Say I, I got I'm into it as you know deep as you have, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, we we're not even we're not even presented that. I mean. It, if, we're, what we're presenting is that everybody was white. Okay. So, so, yeah, so we're not even presenting that elite. I mean, cause, but the scriptures clearly say it. I mean, the Song of Solomon, you even hear, you know, I, I am comely, I, I am black but comely. You know, um, the Messiah in in um, the in Revelations, saying the skin is brass, you have like wool. The same, the same, the same revelation was in um, um. I think that and Daniel, Daniel was Daniel got the revelation about the Messiah coming in the end times, and, and, and they said the same thing. He had hair like wool, skin of brass. So, but we don't, we don't. It's hard, it's hard to to see these things when you when you when you read the Bible through the lenses of your oppressors. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Because most most of us today, black people, we we read the Bible, 
um, from from a you know from a Christian doctrine and 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 the Christian doctrine um, many things that are taught in the religion of Christianity um, are some what they come the, the Christian doctrine comes from Catholicism which, which is the Roman Catholic religion that's that's where Christianity. It's an offshoot of that, and Christianity was formed in 325 A.D. by the Roman Emperor Constantine at the Council of, of Nicaea, um, and the the Messiah himself, he was not a Christian, and the disciples were not Christians. Um, they were they were Nazarenes. Um, Christianity came about later, so. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's another that's another topic in itself. But <laughs> that's just just to show you, just to show you that many of us today we read we read the Bible from from a lens, uh, from from a perspective that's not our own. We read because we read it from it, it's just it's hard it's a hard pill to swallow. But Christianity is the religion of our former slave masters because when we got to America. We were nobody. We we weren't Christians in, in um in West Africa, and we weren't Christians when we were when we were in Israel, our homeland. We weren't Christians. We were never Christians until we got to America, and it's not and it's not to, it is not to it, it's not to say that Christ didn't didn't exist because he most definitely did, and he is the Son of God and he is the Messiah, but. But he, his his Hebrew name his his real name is Yahusha. That's Yahusha. That's Y A H U S H A, um, and that means Yahuwah is salvation. Yahuwah is God's um, name. Uh, many people today we call him God and Lord and Jehovah and all these titles, but those are just his titles. Like um like that's not his that's not his name. Like like you're 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 an awesome radio host. But that's that's your title. That's not your name. Your name is Eric, right? Right. And and God and God that God that's his title. But his name is Yahuwah. That's his name. But we call him God and Lord and things like that as his titles because that's that's what's been put inside of the Bible. But um, I um, I'm, I know I'm digressing, but I can just talk on this subject for hours. Oh, I, I'll let you take that control. <laughs> <laughs> no, triple yeah. being here, you know, because uh, you know, as I said, I read your book, man, and it was like, wow, I'm, I'm reading something right here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, let's see, and it says at the time, also there appeared a certain man of magic power. If it be, if it be meet to call him man whose name is Jesus, whom certain Greeks call a son of God, but his disciples called the true prophet. He was a man of simple appearance, mature age, black skin, megalocorus. Short growth, three cubits tall, hunchback, prognathius, with a long nose, eyebrows meaning above the nose, with scantily curly hair, but having a line in the middle of the head after the faction of the Nazareans, and an undeveloped beard. Uh, the Messiah, Messiah Jesus and John the Baptist, according to Flavius Josephus. Yep. And see, Josephus, he was a first century um, historian, and mm-hmm. and he... He 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 had all all most scholars today, um, whether white, black, or whatever race um, the scholar is. Most of them, when it when it comes to the topic of the Bible, everybody goes to Josephus 
because he he is one of the he is one of the only. There's, I mean, it's maybe he is, maybe two more max, but he is one of the only historians that that kept um that kept that documented history during those times. Uh, he lived during that time frame of the disciples and and the Messiah and um and and um how they were conquered. And so he 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 had first hand eye accounts and he knew exactly what he looked like. And that that's his what you just read is his um his account of what the Messiah looked like. And 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 the then you have today, you know, with all of this technology advancement that we have today, um people people can People can take DNA, DNA samples and um, and 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 bone structure samples. The anthropologists and they and they can reconstruct um, what a per, what someone looked like thousands of years ago. And 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 you have British forensic scientists today, um, and, and as well as Israel archaeologists. They they've reconstructed what 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 they believed what the Messiah looked like and. They, they describe him as a black man with woolly hair. Hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. So I, I'm telling you, it's in the book. Like I said, your book is really enlightening. But I, I, I have I read a, a portion of it that you know I found real interesting, which uh, some may say is controversial, and, and mm-hmm. that is the part of the book where you mentioned about African Americans being uh, accursed people. Will you like to explain mm-hmm. that a little bit? Okay, well, we we we've always been taught that that we were the cursed children of Ham. Now, if anyone knows the book, Ham is one of the um, the sons of Noah. It was Ham, Shem, and Japheth. Um, mm-hmm. And we we're always we were always presented ever since we we were emancipated from slavery that we were the children of Ham, and we were cursed with black skin. We were taught that everybody else was white, but Ham was cursed with black skin, and that's where we come from, and that um, and, and that our predicament in life is because we, we're inferior people with black skin. But that, as I mentioned in my book, that, that is beyond false. Um, first of all, Ham was not cursed. His son Canaan was cursed. And you can read about that in Genesis 9. It says, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be unto his brother. And, 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 that's, and that's Ham's fourth son, Canaan. Um, he was cursed, not Ham. That's one. So that, 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 um, ex- that destroys that myth that black people are cursed, um, children of, of Ham, because Ham was not cursed. Canaan was cursed. And another another proof is in the Zonifrin Bible Dictionary. It even tells us that that we do not even descend from him. Um, it says that we. It says the youngest son of. This is what the the, the Zonifrin Bible Dictionary has in their Bible. I, I have that in my home. And it says Ham, the youngest son of Noah, born probably ninety six years before the flood, and one of eight persons to live through the flood. He came. He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. So we have the, the Zunderfram Bible Dictionary is, is is a prestige Bible dictionary that most pastors and, and scholars use, 
and it was written by Europeans. So we have here we have European scholars telling us that the children of Ham were were Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites, black people, but Negroes, which is us here in America, we don't come from Ham. Hmm. So that that right there tells us that if we don't come from Ham. And and, and 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 we know that Japan inherited all the lands of Europe, and we and we and we know we're not from Europe. So if we don't come from Ham and we don't come from Japan, then the only other place we can come from is Shem, and Shem is the progenitor of that's down the line of the Hebrews come from. You know Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Now get, getting along with what I say. My third chapter was one of the curses that we're a cursed people. Now, that 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 is true. We are under the curses of the Most High, and 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 it's because we are His people. See, the people the people of the the book it is said in Deuteronomy twenty eight that the people of the book, His people, He gave, God God gave them God God gave them a prophecy. Um, of blessings and curses, he said, "You're going to be my people." After Moses um, accepted the um, the covenant on Mount Sinai in Exodus, he said, "This this is the covenant between you and my people." Um, and 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 after that, he said later on in in the Torah, he said, I, "He said I, I give you blessings and curses. Blessings if you if you keep all of my commandments, statutes, and laws." You'll be the most blessed people on earth. You you you'll be you, you'll be adored and marveled by everybody. You you'll have you'll you'll be the top. You'll rule the world, in which they did. But he said, if you if you don't keep my commandments and you worship other gods and you chase after other nations and 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 you, and you break my my laws, then I'm going to hand you curses. And these curses are written. In the Torah, that in in the law, they're written in Leviticus 26, they're written in Deuteronomy 28, and they're written in other places throughout the Old Testament. But the but but the, the these curses were said to be a permanent sign to to hit who his people are, and 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 today the Jews are claiming to be the people of God, the Israelites, but they don't fit any of these curses. For example. In Deuteronomy 28, it states that we can just go down. We can just we can just go down the whole entire chapter of Deuteronomy 20, <laughs> 28. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm and, looking um, at Deuteronomy and we, 20 and 20, and it says the prophet Moses stated that the alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come down lower and lower. Yeah, yeah. And that that that's just one of many. He, he said in, in Deuteronomy twenty eight thirty two it says, Your sons and daughters will be given to another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there should be no might in their hands. Um that that's one it says in and forty one, Deuteronomy twenty eight forty one, um you shall beget sons and daughters, but you shall not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. Forty three. The stranger that is within you shall get up above above you very high, and you shall become low. Forty-four, he shall lend to you, and and you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. Now, 
Now the is the the Jews in living in in the land of Israel today, they rule the entire world. Um, they they are the richest people on the planet. They Hollywood, they own Hollywood, they own all the banks, they own all the currency exchanges. Um, they 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 are they are the ones operating um behind the scenes of anything multimillionaires, anything multi-billionaires, the Jews are a part of it. They are the richest people on the planet. Um and 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 they have no history of of fitting these curses. Um specifically if we go down to Deuteronomy twenty eight um to verse sixty eight it says and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way thereof I spake unto thee thou shalt see it no more again and there shall and there you shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. Now to let to to explain that in um in better terms so so the audience can understand, that verse where it says the Lord shall bring you into Egypt again with ships, Egypt is not the name was not the name of of what we call Egypt today back then. The name was Mitzrayim. Or um or some or some call it Kemet. Um that was that was the name of the land of Egypt today. That was the ancient name for it. Egypt, the name Egypt is a is a is a is a metaphor for the term slavery or condition of bondage. And that and that term came about because the Israelites their 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 history in Egypt began in slavery. Um they were enslaved by the Egyptians and 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 the most high say um had Moses to lead them out of slavery. Mm-hmm. And so that that's where that term comes from. So when he says, Thou shalt bring thee into Egypt again with ships, he's saying, I'm gonna bring you into slavery again, but this time in ships. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, You're gonna be sold unto your enemies for bond women and bond men, and no man shall buy you, and the word buy means save. Um the word buy that that's a old the 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 Bibles we have today, that's an old English term in the sixteenth and the seventeenth century the word buy meant save, but today, you know, it means purchase. So that term it said it means no man shall save you. So here here we have it. It says the Lord's gonna bring you into slavery again, but this time in ships and you're going to be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women, and no man's going to save you. Now, the Israelites, if the God's people, if this this had to happen to them. Now, the people who say that they're Jews, the people living in, in, in Israel today, they have no history at all of going into ships and being sold um, to, 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 to their enemies. But who... But what group of people out of all planet Earth have a history of being going into slavery in ships and being sold into their enemies? The African American. Does that does that sound familiar? <laughs> yes, it does. Now, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> listening to your explanation, all right, and I'm sure some there's some out there that will say, well, you know, once again, that's just another man's interpretation of what what it says. And what would your argument be to that? Uh, well, my it's a, if, if that if someone would say that that's just my interpretation of what it says, I would direct them to 
to get a Septuagint, that's um that's all right. So today, the Bibles that we have today, they come from the major red text, um, which I think is seventh to to eleventh century, written by translated by Jewish scribes. It's not the oldest text. The oldest text is the Septuagint, which is the Greek. It was translated from Hebrew directly to Greek. That's the oldest ancient manuscripts um, um, that that we can have today, and it, and um, I think it's second. I think it's the second century. No, no complete scriptures today. Um, ancient scriptures exist past the second century, and the Greek um, Septuagint. If you read that verse, or if you read the entire Bible in the Greek Septuagint, you'll find in many instances where it's a complete different passage. And for this passage specifically, the 68th verse of Deuteronomy 28, it specifically will tell you, um, it, it will explain clear as day that where it says the Most High um, shall bring his people again um, into slavery again in ships. And they'll be sold into into all nations for bond women and bond men, and um, that that will be that will be my explanation to them. If anyone thinks that I'm interpret, I'm taking the scriptures and I'm and I'm um, twisting them up or interpreting it in in my own way, I would I would challenge them to to purchase a Septuagint and read the same verse and then read it in the English Bible, and then and then they, they'll have proof without a shadow of a doubt what that verse is really saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. I hope you all taking notes here because in about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to start taking calls uh, if you want to have some questions for Mr. Uh, Lindsay, Maurice Lindsay. Um, let's let's talk about two of today's, um, I guess you can say, spoken on uh, how to, bring uh, black people back into prominence, I guess, business-wise, Dr. Claude Anderson and Dr. Umar Johnson. Uh, you know, you, you say in your book that, you know, their ideas are good but would only work in a short time. Why is that? Why wouldn't wouldn't that be a, a, a <clears throat> philosophy to bring us out of um, the, the, the financial doldrums that we're in now as people? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they would be, but when I what, what I what I mean is this: when I when I speak that in my book, um, as far as coming up with economical um, solutions for our people, because we all know that um, that we we are at the bottom of the totem pole in America. Um, don't don't be fooled by Jay Z and Oprah and um, all these these celebrities that that we have. The majority of our people are 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 struggling. Um, you can go to any 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 city in America, and you and you and you and you ride down Martin Luther King Boulevard, you you'll know where black people are living at. Um, so so don't so don't be fooled by by when you see when black people so called make it um, that 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 is our that you know that we've made it because the majority of us are struggling. Um, so. So as far as coming up with financial solutions for our people, uh, many of our leaders today, such as Dr. Umar Johnson and, and Dr. Claude Anderson, who I who I have the utmost respect for, no doubt, they every um they 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 suggest things like um you know starting starting our own businesses, which we should be doing, and um and building black-owned communities um the way that other nations are doing, like the Koreans, like here, near Atlanta where I live at. You, 
you know, they got Chinatown and Koreatown and, and Mexico Town and Japanese Town. They got all, you can go to Atlanta and it's all these different um, um, racial groups. And they and they and they have they they own, they have their own section of 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 a community, and they, and it's just them. It's just them. They 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 have all of their on um, their business and everything in their own community, and um. But you can't find that nowhere else, um. In in, in a black community, like we we don't have that. You you won't you won't find an African town or, or a black town or whatever or whatever we call ourselves today. You won't find these things. You you can ride down any city in a, in, in America, any hood, and you'll and you'll see other nations building their own communities, but we don't have one. Um, and that's that's not that's not that's not a coincidence. That's for one. That's part of the curses that were sent upon um, the children of Israel. He said that you. That other other nations will rise above you, and you will go lower and lower. Um, that that curse is upon the descendants of Israel, and and um, if you look at America today, Asians, Arabs, East Indians, Pakistanis, all of the nations they willingly come to America and they start their own business, they pull their money together, and they and they and they, and they just succeed. They boom, they take off. We black people, we've been in America for 500 plus years, and we're still at the totem pole. Um, there's there's a statistic that says, in, in I think 1860, five years before we we were emancipated, we had, of course we had less than one percent of the nation's wealth. That means all the wealth in America we had less than one percent of, and which will make sense because we were slaves. Now 2015. Mm-hmm. The same statistic is still true. Uh, all America's wealth, black people have less than one percent of the nation's of this, of America's wealth. The wealth um, is the people who have it is you know um, the Europeans, the so-called Jews, um, the Asians, East Indians, and so on. Black people have less than one percent of that. So you look at our span from slave from the end of slavery to the, to 2015. Nothing mm-hmm. has changed. We're at the bottom of the totem pole, and that fulfills the scripture in Deuteronomy 28, which says, "Your the stranger that is, is that is, that is living amongst you, he will rise higher and higher, and you will go lower and lower." So, in regards to the solutions that our black leaders are coming up with, that we need to build more businesses and start our own black communities and stuff, they're right in a sense. But but the but but before we we can build our own communities. And build our own businesses and, and succeed with that. We we have to do two things first. First, we need to return back to the Most High. We need we need to repent of our mm-hmm. sins, of our transgressions against against His commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, repent and, and turn to Him. You know, seek Him, seek the Creator of of the universe, the the Most High. He he is the creator of the universe, and he holds the destiny of black people in the palms of his hand. Um, he he, I, I mean, pe- pe- it's hard it's a hard pill for people to swallow, but but he holds our destiny in his hand, you know. Um, so so we need we need to return back to him first, and two, we need to um, we need we need as far as keeping his commandments, the most important commandment. Is loving each other as ourselves. 
that's that's one of the most important commandments. That's in Leviticus and the Messiah talked about it in the book of Matthew. Um, we as a people, we don't love each other. We we can we you can go. We we don't see each other as ourselves. Like we can go to the gas station or the mall and we see and we see other black people around and we just look at them as distant strangers. We don't see them as uh, as bloodline family members. Like we're all distant relatives. We all come from the same place. We're all related. We're all the same people. We're family. And so when we and but we don't view each other as that because we've been systematically programmed to hate each other. It started in slavery and it still continues today. Um, the self hate that that dwells inside of us, man, it, it, it's it's so deeply rooted that that's why you have all this black on black crime. All our our young brothers killing each other, gunning each other, gunning them down in the streets every day. Um, and then you got you know black people bleaching their skin, trying to look white. You got now, now interracial marriage is one of the, the biggest trends amongst the black community now. Like everybody wants to date somebody white. Um, all of this is, is, is self hatred. We 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 unconsciously hate ourselves, and we don't know why. And it's because we've been systematically programmed to do so. And 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 um, and we can expand on that later. But but to so to answer your question, um. We hate we hate each other, so we need to we need to learn to love each other. And see, that's why we can't. That's why I say before we can build businesses and and, and black communities, we need to we that won't work if, if we don't learn to love each other and to see each other as family. Because you get a group of black people together with some money and talk about coming together to build a business or a community, and they all hate each other. I mean, that nothing nothing's good going to come from that. Um, so, <laughs> that is true. so that's that's why I say this, the solution, the economical solution, um, that 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 Dr. Cloud and Dr. Umar um suggest is correct, but it's not the first solution. It can only be the second or third solution. Because the first solution is to return back to God. The second one is is to keep the commandments, and the most important one is to love each other as ourselves. Once we do those two things, then yes, we can we can handle the economics. But economics, money, that's money. That's money. Money. Right. You can't. Money's not going to solve the problem. It's it's within us. We have to learn to love each other first, and then everything else will take care of itself. If you hate each other, if you hate your neighbor, if you if you live in the neighborhood of, the, of your own people, and, and and you hate them, you can't even speak to them, or you see you see black people out, and you can't even you know, hey, how you doing? You can't even speak to people. Or you got this inner animosity towards your own people, but you but but when a white person comes up, you are like, hey, how you doing, sir? Hey, how you doing, man? You, you quickly speaking to them, but you you wouldn't do that to your own. That's a problem, and, and that's and that's what a lot of black people have inside of them internally. You know, we just hate ourselves, and we're just unaware of it because we're not conscious. We don't live consciously. We just live. We just go about our lives and just wake up and just go about life, and we don't and we don't. We're not even aware that 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 we that we feel this way about ourselves. All right, <laughs> all right. I mean, man, I, yeah, you putting it out there, and yeah, you know what? I I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, what we gonna do? We gonna take a short musical break here. Then when we come back, we gonna go hold, go ahead and open up the phone lines because um, all right. They, you know, they they popping in and out, so they ready for you. you know? <laughs> so, uh, 
And we're going to take about a four minute and 19 second break. And when we come back, y'all, we're going to open up the phone line so you can talk to the man himself, Mr. Maurice Lindsay, author of Wake Up to Your Tribe. Man, I tell you, uh, revealing the biblical nationality of the so-called African-Americans. All right. So see y'all shortly after this short musical selection. Check it out, y'all. I'm tired and I want to give up. Why is the world getting so crazy? Come too far to die now. If you're a survivor, get up. Let's get it. Depression is fear. Every ass- 
That was another Kirk Franklin declaration. That was what I'm talking about. This is it. All right. And yes, sir, this is it. Well, today we got a conversation going on with Mr. Maurice Lindsay, author of the book, Wake Up to Your True Identity, Revealing the Biblical Nationality of the So-Called African-Americans. And, um, you know, at the end of the show, we're going to ask them exactly what we should be called. But we're going to open up the phone line. <laughs> phone lines right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see I got one caller uh, waiting here, so let me bring him in. All right, Triple Ones, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Triple One, are you there? Hello? Hello, Michael, how are you today? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> so, can, so what you can, can you hang on for, for, uh, can you hang on for a minute? I got, I got to take another call. Hold on. Yeah. How you gonna call and tell me to hang up? See, see, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about right there. All right, the number is three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. If you want to talk to Mr. Lindsay um, live, get on in here. All right, um, but since uh, I guess everybody else had to fall off for a moment, we continue with our conversation. Um, in your book, uh, I, I was looking, I was reading, and uh, I, I found it quite interesting when you start talking about skin color. You know how mm-hmm. um, I guess we were led. Our ancestors were led to believe that our skin color was the cursed skin. But in your book, you actually say that the white skin is the skin that actually is the cursed skin color. Can you um, talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, see, a lot of these things. Um, they see the, the truth has always been in the Bible. It's, it's been it, it's always been there. We just we just couldn't see it. Because we, like I said before, we we view, we read the scriptures through the lenses of religion instead of just reading it from a fresh perspective, you know, um, without any religious indoctrination. Just read it for what it is. And when you read in Leviticus, um, um, the Most High clearly clearly tells us um, what 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 the curse of leprosy is. Um, leprosy, there's three types of leprosy in the Bible. Um, two of them have to deal with skin, skin-related um, diseases, and, and, the, uh, and, the, and the other one, the, the main one, um, is, is the skin color mutating from black to white. And, and, we, and we got clear examples of those in Moses when, when the Most High told him um, to to stick his hand in his bosom and he was going to show him a miracle. Um, and, 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 he, and, it, and his, and his um, hand turned white and he said, stick it back in. And, and, it, and, it, and, it, and he turned it back to his original color, which was black. Um, we see that with his sister, Miriam, with his sister, um, when they, when she got, she had some problems with him. Um, and, and she mentions, um, and and, and 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 out of her anger, um, the Most High punishes for her anger and hits her with the curse of leprosy, which changed her skin from black to to white as snow. And I know I know you read that passage, right? Right. And, and also in, in Second Kings, where 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 Jehazi, the servant of Elijah, he his whole um. His whole lineage was cursed with leprosy from from you know from from black skin to white skin. Um, right. th- these things are in the Bible where God said where 
where the, the curse of leprosy is is turning somebody is him turning your skin from black to white. Now, to, in, in modern day terms, that will be um, that will be albinism. You see, um, many many people say that that white people are albinos. Um, just you know, African albinos, um, and, and and that's where it comes from. I mean, that that sounds that sounds um, you know like it could be true, but but if you look at albinos, I know albinos. I, I was friends with albinos in school, and I know and I and when you look at albinos, they have Negro features. They have black people's features. And the only thing different about them is their skin is pale, mm-hmm. and they can't tan. The 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 sun burn they they can literally die from from being in the sun it, it'll tear their skin apart to the point where it, it'll it'll kill them mm-hmm. um that that's so I, I I when you when you see albinos you see that they're black people they just have pale skin and you know they have they have our same hair um mm-hmm. and, and and like that but 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 white but white people they actually can tan a little. Um, this, when the sun hits them, their skin will turn red, and, and if they stay there too long, it'll burn. But you can see white people go to tanning salons all the time, and, and they, they tan and get a little brown. But see, albinos can't do that. Albinos can't do that. If they do that, it, 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 it'll be a, it'll burn their skin to the point of a disease will come about. And that's that's how you know that white people couldn't have came from albinos because. Albinos can't tan and white people can. Um and but in, in regards back to your question of the curse the curse of leprosy, yes in the Bible it's in Leviticus, um it's in Second Kings, um the story of Moses, the story of his sister and the story of um Jehazi and um in Second Kings when God turned his skin color from black to white and his whole lineage was cursed with white skin forever. So these things are in the Bible. Okay. All right. Thank you, Mr. Lindsay. Okay, I see we got a couple of callers in waiting on you, so let me take the first one. All right, area mm-hmm. code 302. Welcome to the show. And who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. This is Antoinette. Hello, Hello Antoinette. Lindsay. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> good. I'm happy to hear that. And good. Mr. Lindsay, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm well, thank you for asking. Um, so I, go ahead. Okay, I just have a couple of questions. Okay. Now, um, I want to go outside of the black Hebrew nationalism. So I'm not even going to, you know, speak on that part. Now, when, okay. you, when you were talking about when... The Africans were found here. That you know that they were brought over here on the ship, I guess you know from Columbus. Now, what about the Indians that that the black people that were already here? Because you yeah. know we know that there was pyramids that were already here. When you look at the different maps of the Aboriginals. You can tell that they were black people. They're not the Indian people that they have on the reservations, that those black people were us. And I think that's where our fall is coming from, is that 
We don't know our history here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, the, yeah. I, oh, not to cut, cut you off. You, you can continue speaking. No, no, no. Go ahead, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in the in the fourth chapter, at the end of the fourth chapter of my book, I speak on that. Um, the the original. The original so-called Native American Indians were black people. They weren't the people that we see in museums and, and movies today. The, the real Indians were black people. The, the Indians today that we see that they portray to us are they, 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 they're um, the Mongolians. Um, they're not. They, they do not. They do not. They're not the um, the original Native Americans. Now, the, the original Native Americans were black. And they were here thousands of years before the the Hebrews from West Africa derived here from slave ships. And that's when Columbus came here in the late 14th century. He he even wrote in his letters, in his letters, his documented that when he came mm-hmm. here um, to the West Indies, he saw the Native Americans were black people. That, those were the first people he encountered, and they were black people. And those were the first people that the Spaniards, um, who were hired by the Jews to come over here? They, those were the first people that the Spaniards enslaved, um, and Columbus being one of them. So it's a fact. Yeah, you you you're right on that. That the Native Americans were black people. Yes, I mean, and for me, I think that, in my opinion, that for our people to rise up, for our children mm-hmm. to know better and to do better. We they we need to tell them the truth from the beginning, you know, from what happened when, you know, they so-called claim that Columbus came here and brought us here as slaves, that we were already here. We were a great people. Mm-hmm. That a lot of what happened to us is that they took our education, they took our history. You know, we're learning a history that was, you know, it's fiction. Because they took our true history, so they took what our people, myself when I was younger, mm-hmm. that we could have used to be able to stand up instead of trying to play this on us, that we will always be a victim. Yeah. When they yeah. are the victims, and now they're afraid that they're, you know, they're really going to be exposed as a victim because they need our melanin. Mm-hmm. You know they need they still need our skills, even though they claim that we're unskillful, but they need us exactly i mean we we built this country i mean our answer this, this America is built from the blood and and sweat and tears from our ancestors i mean we yes. built this the america you know and um but but in regards to the nat- the, the the native American Indians. I discussed this in my book. This is also this is also talked about in the Bible. See, see the problem. The problem today is the, what the people what people read when they read the Bible today. The modern day Bibles only have sixty six books. There, there, there are over hundreds of of books missing from the Bible, and I and I have many of them. I don't have all hundreds of books, but I have I do have many of the books missing from the Bible, and um and 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 specifically. The 14 books that were in the original King James Version, the 1611 King James Version, the apocryphal books, they speak on the, the um, who the Native American Indians were, the black ones, the original ones who were here thousands of years before Columbus ever got here. That's written about 
in um in Second Ezra's in the apocryphal books, and it, and it, and, it, and it talks about them migrating um from the Assyrian captivity in the Old Testament all the way um you know to to the New World, which is America. So so I I, I expand on that in my book, and I tell how how it happened. And and the Native American Indians, the the, the original Native American Indians, um they 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 also are Hebrews as well. Um, see, there's 12 tribes of Israel, and only and and uh, and um and, and we're all we're all we're all one people, but we all came from different tribes. So the Native American Indians, they were from a different tribe, but we're all we're all one people. And I and I and I explain in detail, you know, how that went down in the book. Right. Uh, page ninety three, in fact, <laughs> it says according to journals and letters, when he first landed in the West Indies and encountered his chosen people, the Black Native American Israelite Indians, he knew that they would make great slaves because of their natural strength, power, and generosity. Through trickery and deceit, Columbus was able to take a group of Native Black Indians captive, hoping they could lead him to gold, then sail to Hispaniola. Haiti and the Dominican Republic, where he enslaved even more black Indians after returning to Spain and reporting black back of the incredible wealth in the islands of the New World, the church gave Columbus 17 ships and more than 1,200 men to plunder the Caribbean islands. So, yeah, it's there. <laughs> you got it right there. Uh, okay, so let's um, bring Michael, Michael into the conversation. Welcome, Michael. You, you got it together now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this was a little busy for a good reason. How you doing? I was um, listening to you. Um, how, how you doing, sir? I'm pretty, good, pretty, man. Pretty how about you? All right. Yeah, listening to you, conversation. You guys got to have a, a good conversation. Uh, I just had mm-hmm. some questions um, about the identity. Okay. I guess I, I heard a quote one day. They said if if someone convince you of your own identity I guess they tricked you you know if someone oh. uh, I'm sorry Mr. Talk. I got another call I'll call back in okay <laughs> <laughs> oh lord have mercy that's hilarious wow. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> alright <laughs> oh lord Okay, uh, let me bring Antoinette. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, were you yes. finished with questions or comments? Yeah, I I lost my thought, so that's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well I, pre- I appreciate the conversation, Antoinette. Well, um, thank you, and I, I it was well. I it was good talking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to do to do so. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. All right, okay. thank you, Ed. Bye. All right, um, so um, I'm on. The, we have Mr. Maurice Lindsay on, Lindsay on the line, um, author of a book, "Wake Up to Your True Identity: Revealing the Biblical Nationality of the So-Called African Americans." You want to ask him some questions? No problem. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Press the number one on your keypad. If you got a question, I see you, and we can, you can talk to him live. Um, so we're on the next caller. You know, I, I think Mike. I don't know. Can we be tricked? Well, I guess we have been tricked into believing that we're somebody that we're not. So, according to your book, who are we, and what is our culture? Well, as I explained in the book, uh, we are the descendants 
of the biblical Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel that came from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who mm-hmm. God changed Jacob's name from his his original name was Yaakov. That's his Hebrew name, Yaakov. Um, but you know, in English, you know, it's Jacob, and and he and he changed his name to Israel, which in Hebrew is Yash is Yashra all. Um, is Yah is Yashra all? That's that's Israel in Hebrew, and he changed his name to that. Um, because they were going to inherit inherit the land of Israel, and that's mm-hmm. that's what we descended from his his children, his twelve sons, which became the twelve tribes of Israel, and they and they produce that their, their their offspring is where we descend from, and and um and 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 if you and I and we can go down to history. I mean, um, in between sixty five A D to 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 two hundred to the year two hundred. The Israelites, um, they fled from Israel to Africa to escape from Roman persecution. Um, the Romans during the time of the Messiah, they 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 ran Israel. They they were they were the governors and they were the government of Israel. Um, the 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 and the only Israelites living in in um, in, in uh, Israel during that time, the time of the Messiah and the time of the disciples were the house of Judah, and that's the three tribes, Levi, Benjamin, and Judah. Those were the only Israelites living there. The rest of the Israelites from the other nine tribes were scattered. They were scattered in Europe and India and, and um in other places. Um and and, and 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 other and and the Indians who came from a few of those tribes, the the black Native American Indians, they were in America all um during that time. And um so the Israelites when when the, when when Rome when Rome the Rome when Romans came over there to Israel and they conquered Israel and they and they and they, and they destroyed the temples of Jerusalem and all of that, um, the, the 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 Jewish armies, um, they lost. It, it was a, it was a battle. It was a, it was a war that went on between sixty three to seventy A D. And then they and, and they lost. Um, the Israelites lost because of the Most High. He wasn't with them because the curses. Had begun to fall upon them, and so the Israelites, to escape from their persecution, they ran. They they did like they always did. They fled Israel and went straight to Africa, just like just like Jesus did. Just like Jesus took his parents took him to Egypt when Herod put a hit out on him to kill all of them. Um, this, that's what they did. This happened between 65 A.D. and 200 A.D. Um, the Israelites fled into Egypt. Spread out to the north, south, and east, and west Africa, over one over one million Israelites migrated into into Africa during that time. Now, this is documented through Josephus, Doctor Winsdor, and, and, and many other um, historians. And then, in between 650 A.D. and, and all the way up until the 19th century, um, the Arab slave trade began. Um, the Arabian slave trade began where 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 they started enslaving um Hebrews in Africa and transporting them from the through the Sahara Desert to the slave markets in northern and eastern Africa and they shipped them across the Mediterranean Sea, the Red Sea and the Indian Ocean to southern Europe, the Middle East, India, um, Asia and China. That had that, that, that took place over a thousand years. Um 
mm-hmm. from 650 AD all the way up into the 19th century, and 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 they went so they went more towards east. Those 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 Israelites they went they were enslaved and sent more towards east. The remaining Israelites um, that were in Central Africa and West Africa. The, Euro- the Europeans enslaved them through the transatlantic slave trade, and that took place between 1500 A.D. and 1870. So between that time frame, over over 30 million Israelites were shipped to the New World, starting start, they shipped them, you know, to the West Indies first, and they worked their way up, you know, South America, Central America, and then in the 16th century, they started doing it in, in North America. And um, this... This is our history. Um, this is this is this is that the Israelite migration that took place um, mm-hmm. from them leaving Israel to Africa, and then from being enslaved by the by the Arabs and then the Europeans, and and us being here in America today. Um, that we that's we are the Hebrews. We are the Israelites. We are the twelve tribes of Israel, um, the descendants of, of the original ones. And, and and we are under the curses that are spoken about in Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26. Anybody can read if anybody has a King James version of the Bible. Um, you can go, you can read Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28, and you go down each curse that God said will come upon the children of Israel, and you look at the the plight of our people. And see if any other people in the history of mankind have those curses upon them, besides us. And then the Jews, the Jew, the so-called Jews living in Israel today, they're, they're mm. supposed to be the people of the book. They're supposed to be the Jews. They're supposed to be the house of Judah. They're supposed to be the tribe of Judah. Um, that's who they're supposed to be. But when we look at the curses that were handed out on the on the, the twelve tribes of Israel. In Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through 68, none of those things fit them, hmm. but but they do fit us. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and then you read, and then you read, and, and, you, and then the Most High tells us that he 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 only he only punishes his people. He doesn't punish all the other nations. He punishes his people. Mm-hmm. He said he said in Amos that. You are you are my people. You are my only people, and therefore I will punish you for your sins. So he only has a covenant with Israel. He only has his covenant is 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 with him in Israel and through their descendants forever, meaning us. And the reason why we're in the predicament that we're in, the plight that we face, is because we are suffering the curses that he gave to our ancestors for their disobedience to his laws and commandments. And, mm-hmm. and 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 it was said that they those curses would apply to all his descendants, which is us today. Now, I don't now I don't want I don't want people to think that 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 we're doomed for destruction just because of one of those curses. Now, these these curses are put on us because we're living contrary to the Most High, meaning we're we're living unrighteous. We're not keeping His commandments and His laws, His spiritual commandments and His laws. But but that's us as a people. That's going to be our curse forever as as a as a whole people until mm-hmm. the Messiah returns. But as individuals, we don't have to be under those curses. You you break those curses off of you when you live righteously. But when you're living in sin, 
those curses are upon you. And we see, and, and if you go to any black neighborhood in America, you will see those curses played out. Hmm. All right. <laughs> oh wow. That that's some deep stuff there. All right. We um we got another call in, so let's bring them in. Okay. Area code three one three. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Um. Good afternoon. This is Sister Adawa. How are you? I'm doing fine, Sister Adawa. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I wanted yeah. to ask the gentleman a question. Okay. Well, actually, two questions. Earlier in the discussion, you made mention that the term God, Most High, those terms were titles for a position. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, when you refer to the Most High handing down this sin or putting this sin on the uh, 12 tribes of Israel, who is this person that has the position of God or the Most High? So to, to make sure I understand your question, you're asking, you're asking who handed the curses down to the children of Israel? Right. You said earlier that the title God or Most High was mm-hmm. a title or a yeah. position a person has, okay? Is yes, that ma'am. correct? So I'm asking you who it was, the living person that held the position of God, who was that person? Well, 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 well who we call God, his, 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 his name, his, his, his Hebraic name is Yahuwah. That's his name. Now, God is the title that we call him today, and Lord is the title. You know, Jehovah is all these different names that we that we yeah. ascribe to him today. But his his name is Yahuwah, and um and that and that 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 is in the ancient Hebrew text, and that is also um founded in Africa and in Israel, written on the walls um in ancient in Paleo Hebrew, which is pictographic. Um, pictographically. Um, his name is Yahuwah, translated into Paleo Hebrew, um, you know, as Yahuwah, and that's that's how we that's how we know that that was his um, ancient Hebraic name. It's Yahuwah. So Yahuwah is the one who had the covenant with Israel um, through through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and 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 their descendants did not keep the covenant. They disobeyed the laws and commandments as spoken about. In the Tanakh, which we call the Old Testament, and because they they broke the covenant, the curses that that he spoke that would come upon them if they broke it, they came upon them and their descendants, which we are their descendants. So we are talking about a living person. I'm talking about the creator, the creator of the universe, man. Like, I'm, I'm, when I say when I say Yahuwah, I'm talking about the the living, the living Creator of the universe, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, the Creator of you and me, the Creator of 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 of, of life. Okay. All right. I just uh, was a little. I, I I wasn't able to follow what you're saying because. Um, 
It just seems to be something going on that is not really connected for me because I, I, I can't imagine, that's in my own mind, that mm-hmm. Yahuwah, who is the creator of the heavens, the earth, the planets, the moon, the mm-hmm. sun, um, placing a curse on the original, divinely created black man. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see that. And um, as you said earlier about the curse being white skin, mm-hmm. uh, that is what I've read. Um, but I, I, you know, we, it just seems to be something that I'm not connecting. And um, and earlier you also said, my friend, that um, mm-hmm. that there there was a creation when the black man was created. It happened in different places. You know, it was like a simultaneous creation, and man was all over the place. But according to our historian, Sheikh Antediop, he says that when man was created, there was just one creation of man. Like there was just one creation of a giraffe, one elephant, you know, or a pair, male and female, mm-hmm. so procreation could continue. Uh, but it didn't happen all over the planet, you know. Um, so I, I just found it interesting when you, 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 you know, speak of the different people. Because when I was coming up and I was reminded that mm-hmm. there was only three races, Mongoloid, Caucasoid, and Negroid. Now mm-hmm. you have all these different, you know, ethnicities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I- I um I don't recall say, saying that part, ma'am. But um, no, just... I, I interjected that. Oh, okay. The last statement was my statement. <laughs> oh, okay. But but um but yeah um all all um all all well originally of course we all know that 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 who we call black people um we we're the original we're we're the original people. Um, black people were the only people to exist for thousands upon thousands of years before white people um, ever came about. Um, and and he, as far as um, us, as far as creation um, that you that you were referring to, um, just biblically, um, if if you if you if you just go if you you know outside of the Bible, um, of course we would have a different. Um, type of conversation, but just sticking with with the Bible, Adam. If Adam, his name wasn't Adam. That's an English term. But the first man um, ever that God ever created was created from the dirt of the earth. It was created from the dirt of the earth, and 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 womb womb man woman was created from Adam, from his ribs. That's that's the story that that the biblical texts give us, and those people were both black people, and they were born in the Garden of Eden, which, which is near Ethiopia in East Africa, um, and and so and creation just just took place from those two. It happened, you know, just like we procreate today, two people, then they have a child, and then they, then they have a child, and it just keeps going like that. So so the procreation, um, biblically, um. It, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say it happened like 
spontaneously all over the place. It, it happened, you know, the way it happens today. You know, two people get together and they procreate, and then their child procreates, and it just keeps going. Right. It, it like, spreads out through generations or what have you, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sister Ottawa. Let me bring Mr. Michigan in. Welcome to the show, Michigan. What's going on? Well, first, man, I hope you ain't taking up no offering. No, whatever. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> but if you want to give one, you know, you know where to send it. <laughs> well, I'm going to be one of the deacons, man, so I can help count the money. Uh, <laughs> let me say this, man. I, You know, uh, kudos to the brother for uh, the production of his book. But one one of the things, well, we know this for certain now, that uh, black folk, we really have been introduced to religion the, the wrong way. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. no disrespect, brother. I hear, you know, I can see where he's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got some growing to do. Uh, you can clearly tell he doesn't know the history of religion in itself. Uh, that's one flaw. And I think that before blacks adopt any type of religion, if you adopt, adopt one at all, uh, just study the history of religion. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, who, who was that? Was Sister Ottawa? Yeah. Yeah, the reason that is, is not making sense is because it, it there is no sense to it. You know, the creator, the this process of, or this thinking of the creator of the universe uh, now doing a, a lineup of human beings and uh, this one he loves, this one he hates, uh, this one is cursed, this one is uncursed. It's all man-made rhetoric, right? And there's no mm-hmm. clearly no proof, you know, no proof of any of that. So that's why it's not making any sense because it it doesn't make sense because okay. there is no sense to it. <laughs> there is no sense to it. But uh, so I, I wanted to just kind of throw that in there that uh, we we yeah. we really been had with this religion. Uh, but like I said, brother, you know, you know, do what you do. Mm-hmm. Well, let um, me let, let let me let me respond to you, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, you it really, I really did. I mean, go ahead. I mean, there really is no response. But go ahead. Bro. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to get in get in the get in any debates or arguments. I just I just want to get some clarification. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I'm not I'm not in a religion. I, I don't subscribe to any any types of organized religion. Um. I'm not. I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Muslim. I'm not. I'm not in Judaism. I'm not. I'm not in anything. I. I. I'm. I'm a Hebrew. That's. That's my nest. That's where my people come from. Um, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. That's. That's not my religion. That's my nationality. That's who I am. And um, that's what all. That's who all the descendants of slaves are. Um, that's who we are. Um, I'm not in any form of religion, and and it's. And um and I but I and you said as far as why why things are not making sense, I understand that I understand what you're saying. I mean I do I I mean I mean I do. But as far as the information that I'm providing, um as far as the plight of Black America, our our our, our plight of being sent to America on slave ships and and the struggle and oppression socially and economically that we faced over 500 years um of since be- of being here um that if you if you can go in a history book an ancient text 
and 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 point out where that was prophesied at um outside of outside of the Torah, I, I, I would I would be open to it. But the Torah is the only ancient text that 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 prophesies our plight as a people today. So as far as you saying it not making sense, it, it specifically tells us that the plight our 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 condition that we face as a people today will happen. And it, it it says we will be sent on slave ships to all nations. Um I mean so I, I think I, I wouldn't I don't see how that doesn't make sense. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, once again, thank you, Mr. Michigan. We get you back in the rotation. All right. <laughs> all right. We got uh let's see, we got another caller here. All right. Yeah, this one. is me now, Mr. Talk. I'm uninterrupted now. Okay. Go ahead, it's, Mike. Uh, well, first of all, I have two statements, and I have a couple of questions for clarity. My first statement is, it's old saying, if any man or woman comes to a person, comes upon a person, sits down to that, uh, sits down with that person, and tells that person who they are, and that other person accepts that, that person is being controlled by the other. If someone comes and tells you this is your identity and this is what you must do, you're totally controlled by the other individual. That person can tell me some things about my history that I did not know, but my true identity is evolving. So one says, once someone says this is your identity and they put a limit on it, it's not right because we're all ever-changing. I've changed since three years ago. I know I've changed. I've learned some more information. It's, it's, it has structured my mind. So no one can really tell you your true, true identity because it's ever-evolving. And one other statement, then I have a couple of questions, Mr. Talk. Listen, if there is a God, God is unmeasurable. That means that you cannot fully describe God. I've talked to many, many religious people, and they will always be consistent and say that it's unmeasurable. So whether you believe in it or not, just don't describe it. People can believe in certain things, but when they describe exactly describing certain things that have happened exactly, and you're telling me that's the truth, ah. So if you can't measure God, you fully can describe God. Now, I want to ask you this, sir. You use the word nationality, that people need to know their true nationality. What do you mean by that? And what does nationality mean to you? And what do you mean about uh, nationality? How can someone um, really point out who, uh, what that nationality really is? That's my okay. first question. All okay. right. Uh, hold on for a minute, uh, Maurice, for your your answer to the first question. Um, we have nine minutes left in the show. Um, if you want to continue to hear the show live, you need to call in 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. If you're in the chat room uh, and if you're on a computer, the sound will go off. That's why you need to be on the phone. Uh, you stay in the chat room and chat if you like. But in order to continue to hear the show live, you have to be on the phone lines, okay? So, um, you want to give the first one a, a shot there, <laughs> my Maurice? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, I appreciate your question, brother. Um, to to give you an answer, I'm going to start back with your first statement. And you're saying about uh, someone can't give you their nationality. Okay. So what I'm saying is this. I I'm not I'm not here to tell I'm not here to give somebody their nationality. I'm here to explain our people what our nationality is. Meaning we had a nationality before we got to America and through slavery everything was wiped away from us. So we, we knew who we were before we got here. We just don't know it today. And there's an awakening happening all over America today of black people re- rediscovering our true nationality before before it was wiped away from us through slavery. And um and that's all the information that I'm presenting. I'm presenting what was wiped away from us from our memories. Um and as far as you saying describing God and, and things like that, um I'm not sure if you were listening to the entire show but um I didn't describe God today. I uh, so I'm not I'm not sure what you're referring to. And as far as history, um and you said describing it as a fact, and if I say that it's true, then it can't be true. Well, in 1619, um, a slave ship came from Barbados to America and dropped the first slaves off in America in Charlestown, Virginia, in 1619, and the ship came directly from Barbados. And it was a, it was a British ship from British slave owners in the West in, over there. That's a fact. That's documented. That's proven. So that's a that's a fact. So I don't I don't understand that that's truth. That's a fact. So can you can you elaborate on that for me, Michael? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, first of all, I didn't say anything about slave ships. I was talking about uh, nationality. Well, I didn't. Talk about you would describe. I was just making that comment, but you, you oh, were saying okay. about. Well, I would. I was just making that uh, statement out there. But a nationality. You said our nationalities would, would, was taken from us. Well, when we talk about nationalities, let's bring that and let's look at that. What that is. I'm. Okay. I don't really want to use the really fancy college terms. I just want to look at the earth, and 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 defend someone's nationality. Now remember, identity and nationality. Your nationality will not totally identify you because some people will go against their nationality sometimes. They evolve. So each individual mm-hmm. has their own unique identity. So And so their identity may have some nationality in it. They may take on different nationalities, right? And within their nationality, for instance, I, my my nationality, how I'm going to say it, people may disagree and say I'm stupid and dumb, is African-American. Now, I just label something that describes me not totally, but it does abstract me. I have some African. I look like an African. If I go into another part of Africa, even though I'm not from there, if I dress like them and don't speak, they'll, they'll, they'll confuse me with the other Africans, like I've lived there mm-hmm. for thousands of years. So mm-hmm. I, it's, it's an identity there. But I'm also in an American where I believe in a constitution, three branches of government. I wear certain types of clothes. I speak mm-hmm. English. I live in a geographical location. I've served in the military. 
Now, nationality mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to always serve in the military. If someone right now, if another country tries to overthrow uh, uh, the government, I would want uh, the United States soldiers who make up the uh, 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 the military to defend this nation that I am, these borderlines that man made up. Okay, man, man made these up. So I do have some type of nationality. If I go across seas and I'm captured, they will label me an American. And the United States military may come and rescue me because they will say I'm an American. Because I have a geographical location, I was born here, certain certain things that they can measure. Or even if I uh, change my nationality. So nationality is about a culture and things too. My nationality is not no... Uh, um, me now, me personally, it's not no Jews. It's not no from no Israel. Now, am I saying some of the customs that they had in ancients of time that uh, that we have now in our modern time? Yes, because we never can be separate from the past. But even nationalities evolve and change. Even nationalities change its its meaning of its whole uh, 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 society. Okay. And, you know, it's, it's, it's ever-evolving. So I don't think that we can basically particularly put people down. This world is interconnected with different types of uh, situations. Now, you, now, I want to ask you this question. Where does civilization start? What geographical location that civilization God created Adam when Adam first walked the earth. What geographical location was Adam? It started. It started in Northeast Africa. That's where civilization started. Okay. See. Right now. See. In this country, we had a big debate whether we should teach the Bible or science in school. The Bible lost. Now, see, when you just said that. That totally, now you were talking about how we were miseducated. Mm-hmm. I'm saying white scholars, black scholars, everyone doesn't say that. Okay. They even say they have the D, hold up, they even say the first DNA is from the uh, Morocco 350,000 years ago at this current time, a person that we can check the oldest DNA. So, but oh, wow. they were I different have, type have, of. Have, oh, hold on, hold up. They were different type. Hold up. They were different types of. Uh, uh, they, they were human like. Oh, I'm you sorry. Need to mess up, Mike. Come on, come on. You well, know, no, I'm not. I'm not going to go there. But I just want to say that that's. That's, no, I, I, that's when I you say that. That's that's like saying the schools should not teach it then because it's confusing the child's mind. If we send, a, listen, if a church, if a person is religious, they go to school on Sunday and they tell them something else, the Tigers River, and what you say. Then they go to school on Monday, and they take a, a, a world civilization history test, and they have to check uh, the Nile River in, in certain parts of Africa. What does that do to the child's mind? Something is not right there. Society is screwing that brain up. That brain okay. is in contradiction All right. with All right. belief system, saying All what right. is true and what is not true. I'm sorry, Don. Okay, thank you. Um, you know, before Maurice answer, let me let me hit that. Why are we the only people that are so willing to fight against knowing our history, but so readily, easily uh, will accept some what someone else tells us our history is? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Mike, basically, that's what you're saying. What, what's what's wrong with teaching our children uh, our history, so when they go to 
uh, the public schools or whatever schools, they are aware of our history as well as the other history that they're being taught so they can tell what the difference is. You know, it's, it's just mind-boggling. It really is. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I feel anyway. That's my opinion. Go ahead, Maurice. Answer this question, then we're going to bring Sister Ottawa back in. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's the same. As far as nationality, you never gave me a chance to respond. Um, that, you, you were correct on that point as far as individualism inside of your nationality. Like, yes, we are all individual people, and we're all different people. Um, that's a fact. So you, you as a person will change, and you as a person will evolve, and you as a person will grow, no doubt. But your nationality, meaning the na- the nation that your your ancestors originated from, that will always be the same because it's the past. So, and what I'm presenting to you today and, and inside of my book is that where we came from, where our our ancestors came from, the nation that they came from, and that was that we knew our ancestors knew who we were. Um, when they first got here as slaves, but it was wiped out, it was wiped away from their minds and their culture and their history and everything. Now, then everything was wiped away from them during slavery by the slave masters, and that's why we don't know who we are today. So, but we knew who we were before, prior to that. So, all I'm doing is presenting facts. Like, and when you say um, you have documents that say in, in Morocco, um, mankind started over there. Well, I, I have evidence that suggests otherwise. I have documented archaeological and anthropologic facts that state that mankind originated in Northeast Africa through science, and the Bible backs up science, saying that that's where mankind derived from. Now, everything in, everything that I presented today is factually proved outside of the Bible. The Bible just clarifies and proves what 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 I what what truth is. So I, I'm not I'm not my opinion today doesn't matter. Everything I've presented today is factually proven. We derived we got here to America. Um we started islands in the in the late fourteenth hundred in the late fourteenth century and from the fourteenth century to the sixteenth century we we were in the West Indies, South um South America, Central America and then the sixteenth century we, we were shipped over here in North America. This is I, this is factually proven. This is documented. This is um it, it's factually proven. It's undeniable. It's um it's facts. It's just truth. Now the Bible backs that truth up in the prophecies of the uh, in the Torah, and that's all I'm presenting today is facts. These are not my opinions. These are facts. So if you want to disagree, that's perfectly fine, my brother. I have no problems with that. But if you want to make a, a valid argument, you have to present facts, not your opinion. And All that's, right. That's what I said. All right. Thank you, Mr. Maurice. Mike, we'll get you back in in a moment, but Sister Ottawa uh, is next. Go ahead, Sister Ottawa. Um, I, um, well, first thing I want to say is this. You made mention of the creation of woman from the rib of Adam. And if a woman was created from the rib of Adam, Adam would have had to be a female because you're creating a clone. And if that's the case, there had to be um, another specimen somewhere with a penis. Mm -hmm. Another 
thing is what I want to say to you is that if anything, the King James Version, the authorized version that was sanctioned by the Catholic Church, the Vatican, mm-hmm. the was handed down by the Vatican to go out into the world and conquer. That was a decree made by the European. All Gentiles are Europeans. Now, I know that we have been taught that Gentile means that you are um, a heathen, that you Mm -hmm. do not embrace the teachings of Jesus Christ. Um, But I think that needs to be looked at, you know, because we just take people's word for its word. We don't do any mm-hmm. research on our own. We don't go into the Bible and read. There's a lot I of evidence, and I'm not trying to teach you. I just want to share this with you, that there is evidence in Scripture that states what the enslavement was all about. It was the selling of things, things that had value to the Gentile that was bought and sold. And the souls of black people as well as their physical body, their energy, their expertise, and whatever it was, was sold. That's a fact. We can look at that and say that. But I think it behooves us that to understand that there is one black people, no matter where your geographical area is, mm-hmm. if you're melanated, you are a black person, period, or mm-hmm. that you're hued, uh, you are negroid, how, whatever mm-hmm. terminology you want to use. So I think we need to really look at this because um, science is truth. Physics mm-hmm. is truth. And you, it's undisputed, even if you don't aren't aware of it, it exists. Without you even knowing about it, it exists. And you are acting upon it, even though you're unaware of it. So we need to just really, really get away from this thing. Peace. <laughs> well, Sister Honorable, before you you get out, I, I got a question. Get away from what thing? The mind manipulation. The mm. control of your thought. Mm. You know, um, we we are not using our minds. We have, we, I mean, we can witness what what life is about, how it takes place, how a, a, a baby child is born. That is what you witness to. You don't, you know, skirt it and start saying the the geese came and brought the baby. You know, mm. or it came out of the wall. Mm-hmm. We know that life and how it how it comes forth, it that's the only way it comes forth. Yeah. So why why deny that? Why deny the truth of it? So I think oh. you know we go back and start looking at science. If Eve was made from a rib, then Adam was a woman already. 
So um, why the snake had so much fun in the garden? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so to um, to answer, to to give you some some um, feedback, um, I I agree with, with with most of what you said. We we the reason I wrote the book was for that was for that because our people don't we just don't think we just we just go off what our oppressors have taught to us. And through right. and through religion, through religion specifically the religion of Christianity, we have been horribly miseducated and 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 and, and basically systematically programmed to, to hate ourselves through, exactly. through through the religion of Christianity. So so that's the reason I wrote the book. The book is is kind of, I kind of wrote the book specifically for Christians, black people who are Christians, so that they won't be deceived into thinking that everybody in the Bible was white, like we're presented. I wrote the book to explain factually that everybody in the Bible was black and, and that where we come from out of those people. Now, in regards to um, creation, the, the Adam and Eve story, like I said, there there are so many um there's been so many mistranslations from from the original text from Hebrew to Greek to Latin to English um that that's why that's what brings about the confusion today so so a lot of things are meta uh, metaphors and not literal now Adam and Eve is you know the Eve coming from Adam um from the his real is not a literal sense he Adam God created Adam um from the from the dirt of the earth, the dark brown dirt in, in over there in East Africa. That's where he came from. And God formed um Eve from his womb, not from his body, not from the rib of his body, but from um the dirt of the earth as well, from 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 his womb from where he came, from the dirt of the earth as well. But when you read the King James version of the Bible you think that he's talking about a literal rib from his body, and that's not the case. So that's why we have confusion today. And there's many instances all throughout the Bible where it's metaphorically talking. It's giving you a metaphor, but we take it literally because that's what we've been taught, and and, and that's where the confusion comes from. But it's not to say that, that what's written in the book um, in, in, its, in, its, in its purest form it's not true. It's just to say it's been translated wrong, and we have to do our due diligence and do some research to get what it was re- what it really said before the Jewish scribes came in and translated it. That's all. Well, I just want to say this, and I'll be done. Can I just say one thing? Yes, you can. Um, our, our, this sin that we were supposed to have received has mm-hmm. been acted out upon upon us by Gentiles, human beings on the planet that have oppressed the dark people on the planet. That's a real thing. Every day, mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. day, there is yeah. oppression upon dark people. They're killing black people all over the planet. So I just want to say that that has nothing to do, well, in my mind, it has nothing to do with anything scripturally. These people were given a decree, the Gentiles, and they be, are behaving in a unif- unified fashion. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. 
So this this oppression doesn't have anything to do about a judgment placed upon us other than the the the, the consequences that are coming from our behavior, our having this self-hate, there are consequences that come with self-hate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, no, yes, I, I agree. agree. I agree with you that, um, you know, we need to have a purging, a cleansing, understand the political, social dynamics that exist on this planet, and act accordingly. Act in in a unified fashion. That is why, you know, there's been a lot of talk about boycotting of the holidays. That, um, you know, don't even buy the turkey. Make a pot of soup. See as many people as you can and have a dialogue. We have to come out of this oppression that we're in because it's our behavior that's maintaining it. And so I'll finish. And I enjoyed you, brother. Hey, I appreciate the conversation. Thank you so much. Um, I, I think, you know, with the, with the, the last bit you said, I think that kind of does fall within the so-called curse that has been placed on yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I yeah. wanted. I wanted to respond to it, um, yeah. Eric. I wanted, to, I wanted to respond to it and say that 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 she said it's not it's not in scripture. Like she said, it's a decree that all Gentile nations, the Europeans, um, are in unison to oppress us, which is true. But it's written about all throughout the scriptures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, and inside my book, that's why I, that's the only reason I wrote the book is to put is to bring everything forth to light for our people specifically, so they they can know why these things are happening, and um, and so that they re- so that they can read the Bible from a clear state of mind without any religious indoctrination blinding them from the truth that's hidden in plain sight. Agree, uh, Mike. You you have a question? Another question? Huh? Yeah, I wanted to uh, ask uh, since the Africans are scattered, because you realize there's those li- there are no lines on the earth. And when we go into ancient of times, since Africans did not all use the Bible from the South Africans, the people from Nigeria from the Congo. There were black people and there are people on the earth. Um, their nationality did not come from the Bible, and they may be our ancestors. Do we go to? Do we go and find our identity through those ancient cultures? Or do we, uh, does, does every black African-American have to, uh, especially if they trace their DNA to the Congo or what have you, do they have to go and get their... Um, Nationality and roots from the Bible. The the Nigerians, the, the West African um, nations that you that you just named, the Nigerians, the Congo, uh, Sierra Leone, all of those places, they we're from the, we're from those people. They they are the Hebrews. They have Hebrew in their DNA, and so do we. We're from right, them. but That's the customers are not Hebrew, right? But also, when you label Hebrew, you're also that's when you label that you're talking about their customs, their traditions, the way they eat, no, the I'm way they look. Their, so, I'm talking about their well, DNA. He, he, right, he, right, right. I know the DNA, right? Yeah. But a Hebrew would tell me, with my DNA, I must act and look a certain way on Earth. Because we're talking about actions, and you said a cursed people. I don't. I, well, that's to because they did something. Their actions were a certain way, according to you. 
I think that's unfair for someone to curse somebody. But then again, but 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 my saying is, there are so many. If you uh, defining you, I mean, listening to your definition of nationality, there are so many definition uh, nationalities that goes against the way the Bible say people are supposed to act. So I'm talking about if you want everyone to go to their essence, everyone is going to be different. Every If you want everyone right now to go back to their own essence and to act out their culture and their nationalities, and it was many, you're still going to have many different sects. People are still going to be doing things different than you, and you could still have people pointing out, shifting, because that's how it was. Back so, then. So the answer, so the answer, so to 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 piggyback off that, so it's called it's just like today how we have Hebrews, all, us black people in America who don't know who we are. So we're Hebrews, and our our DNA traces tells us that we're Hebrews, but we don't know it, so we don't act. We, our customs don't resemble our DNA. They don't resemble our nationality because we're we're unawakened. We don't know it. Now, in, in the West Africa and in Central Africa, there are Hebrews over there today, half and half. There, there's, there's, there's like 40% of them who do know that they are the Hebrews, and they act accordingly, and, and you can go to their villages, and, they're tra- and, 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 they, and they have the customs. Then you have the other, you have the, you have the, the other half of um, the, the, um, the Hebrews over there who don't know that they're the Hebrews because, like us, they're every, they've been, they've been um, colonized, and they don't know. It's been stripped from them, so that's all. It is. Like people it's from really Haiti, I mean, let's use people from Haiti's words. I mean, you think they of people are from Haiti? They they're not right, but they believe in voodoo, though. Like for instance, any tribe in Africa who believes in voodoo, that totally goes to being a Hebrew because their DNA derived them to have their own traditions and customs. No, that's look. Look yeah, at the customs well, on um, the, uh, Australia. When I when I found out that black people was on Australia, I uh, that that sealed the fate for me, because yeah, black people are free. People of color is all around the world. No, huh? we're all over. Yeah, we're all over the world. Yeah, like, yeah, Australia. right. With different customs that totally goes against we're, what the Bible instructs people to do. But when you, you look at the Australia, the same thing that happened to them is what happened to us. They've been stripped. From the identity, they've been they're being raped, killed, murdered, and oppressed over there. I mean, they they their their original Australians have been almost completely wiped out. Um, okay. So it's been it's so, been genocide all over all over the planet. Of so black let me people. ask you a question: Before the big flood, it was all black people, correct? Yes. So that means black people were killing. Raping each other because that's why you had the big flood because they were sinning. So before the white man came and was this quote unquote devil because I think you describe him as a special devil. There was devilish blacks according to you. I'm just saying according to the story of the Bible, the blacks were acting devilish. They had that that spirit according to the white people have. That's why he had to get rid of them. So my point is, question to you, does that act in devilish or be spirit, does that have a color to it? No. Thank you. <laughs> so what you said earlier doesn't make any sense, sir. Y'all have a nice day. Thank you. It does make sense. Of course, you're run now, but... Of course, the uh, bottom line is they were not they were not obeying the laws and commandments that were placed down by the Most High. 
Oh, God. I mean, but I, but I, my but see, my thing is, I'm not. I understand that people won't agree with me, and that, and that's that's perfectly fine. But but he, it just seems that he's not understanding what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to, I don't know what other way to say it so where he can understand. But the way that he left the conversation just now, you know, really doesn't give me a chance to respond. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, that's, and, and and that's and that's that's the prime example. That's what I'm talking about when I was. At the earlier the show when I said the reason why we can't unite is because it's not it's not love. Like so so let's let's say let's say we're on the radio right now. This is your show. But let's mm. say we were in your in your home and you invited me over and him over to debate in your home. He just he just ended the conversation disrespectfully, not giving me or you a chance to respond. True. <laughs> true, <laughs> very true, and, and you're right. You're right. You know, um, we often say on this show, do your own research. If you you're not you don't believe, do your own research. You know, there, there's as as oh we lost we lost Maurice. Okay, but um, you know, you have to do your own research, people. You know, this book here, wake up to your identity, your true identity, is an excellent book. Ah, hey. You know, you don't have to agree with everything in it. But then again, you may disagree. Once you start doing research after reading what's in the book, you may find something to actually, um, um, you know, go along to, to further um, the knowledge that may or may not be in the book. It's easy. You know, but you never should be disrespectful. And see, that's part of the problem. We're disrespectful to each other. Uh, we treat each other any kind of way. <laughs> Prime example. You know, we have to say you have to have open mind. You know, and if you're just going to continue to have a closed mind and not and even give the consideration that may be more to what you know, then you you're not going to do nothing but be stuck in quicksand. That's that simple. Not hard to figure out. Um, unfortunately, as I say, we we lost uh, Mr. Lindsay, but I want to thank him for um, taking the time out to um, come and talk about his book today. Uh, hey, I, I, wake up to your true identity, revealing the biblical nationality of the so-called African Americans. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, uh, Bless Press. If anybody want to reach out to him, it's Maurice Lindsay. L-I-N-D-S-A-A dot com. Um, you can reach out to him that way. Uh, he has a blog also. Uh, the blog is truthovertradition.com. So you may want to check that out as well. It's been fun. It's been fun. <laughs> Enlightening and fun at the same time. I want to thank everybody for participating. And, uh, hey, do your own research. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Thank you. You started off by hanging around, and you know your input very much needed. Antoinette, good to see you. Good to hear you. Um, you know you're welcome anytime. All right, so that's gonna do it for me, man. I want everybody to have a great weekend. Uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. Because the best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You laugh at yourself, everything is gravy. All right. Um, they treat everybody like. Yeah, you don't have to like them. 
that don't mean you you have to treat them wrong. You know what I mean? All right, so we're going to take you out of here with Kirk Franklin and Want to Be Happy, uh, another one of the new songs off his album, Lost My Religion. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, Amazon, wherever. Great album, man, great album. All right, so we're going to take you out of here with that, and um, i see everybody Monday. Y'all have a great one. I'm out of here. The truth can hurt you, or the truth can change you. What will truth do to you? I just want to be happy. But if I keep on doing the things that keep on bringing me pain, there's no one else I can blame. If I'm not happy, wasted time, but now I can see the biggest enemy is with me. So I'm not happy. Cry yourself to sleep. Shout and raise your hands It won't change a thing, child Until you understand If you're tired of being the same If you're tired of things not changing It's time for you to get out the way Don't get stuck in how you feel Take Jesus But it only works if you want to be happy. Look at yourself and say, Don't you want to be happy? Yeah. I just want to be happy. But if I keep on giving my heart for people to tear apart, the healing will never start. So I can be happy. Yes, Lord. Will I ever be happy? Cry yourself to sleep, shout and raise your hand, it won't change a thing just till you understand. If I'm talking to you, you can say, if you're tired of being the same, if you're tired of things not changing, it's time for you to get out your way. You've been there too long.
you, Lord. Every day, ask yourself. Yes, pull over, let him drive. 